to the Blooming Lately podcast. I'm Chris, your host, and I just wanted to welcome you guys all back. I hope everyone's doing well. Uh, It's real out here with this Omicron show. Everybody's been catching it left and right. I feel like we just dodging it like Lil' Kim's dance moves. You know, we just out here just ducking and dodging. So definitely hope everyone's staying as safe and healthy as they possibly can. I just wanted to, um, you know, talk about preparation. I know that wasn't like much of a segue, but the theme of preparation has been on my spirit and on my heart for a good couple of weeks now. Like, you know, especially the beginning of the year, you know, you start thinking about what your year is going to look like. Um, whether you set resolutions or not, or you set like overall theme or mood that you'd like to be in um, for the upcoming year, um, call it manifestation work, um, whatever. But um, and I think I touched on this last episode, but um, you know, last couple of years I've been more intentional about trying to stay present and also trying on um, relieving some of the pressure pressure of expectations from other people um, societal expectations like all of that unnecessary pressure all of that mess so since I have been processing and becoming more clearer um, rather like what it is that I want to do whether it be personally career wise like what is it that I really want to do but now I find myself shifting to being in more of an an emotional like an intentional space of like focusing on how I want to feel and uh, I had some great conversation (laughs) with my cousin like shout out to you boo Uh, we've just been talking about everything child like generational curses um expectations and pressures fear of success fear of failure all the fears all of that and just like you know how we've been personally working on you know get our spiritual practices together and like praying and asking for like these blessings and opportunities and all these things to unfold but in that you know I did share with her that I in the past have prayed about things and things have come through you know thank goodness but I didn't appreciate wow (laughs) I didn't appreciate the blessings as much as I should have and I felt guilty about that I felt like well you know it was given to me so I better like just take it and hold on to it but I didn't really like do it justice and that's what helped spark my realization that I need to shift what I'm asking God the creator universe uh, whatever you believe in while I'm asking for these blessings and they're coming through for me I also feel that it's important to pray and ask for like prepare me to be able to handle this blessing for me to fully embody what this blessing is supposed to bring me like the lessons that 
you know, I'm supposed to learn from them, like let them be fully revealed to me. And I pray that like I can handle it um, in the fullness of it. And I don't think I've been very prepared. I feel like I've shifted my preparedness into um, more of like a trauma-based response. I know that's been the buzzword, but it is what it is. Um, and I'm just tired of doing that. Like having these, like this toolbox of all these things of like how to solve all these issues, troubleshoot all these things because of unfortunate, like reoccurring issues that have happened. And I kind of want to clear that out. Like I want to have like healthier things. I want to have like a lighter toolbox. Um, You know, so I just feel like I'm in a space of like sorting emotionally, mentally, even physically, like what is it that I want to have and like have really clear and good and positive intentions involving like me keeping this thing? Like, does it serve me or does it hurt me? And if it hurts me, why am I trying to hold on to it? Like, is it just me, like, out of habit? Am I just being an emotional or spiritually, like, spiritual um, hoarder? Or am I fearful of letting this thing go? Like, why am I even fearing all of that? So in getting into, getting deeper into this space of preparation, like, all of these things are unfolding. More and more things keep coming up to the surface. Surface, Jesus, I cannot talk today. What is going on? Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, like, we have just, my cousin and I, shout out to her again. All of these thoughts and things, I should have just hit record when we were talking. We're coming up, so I just feel like all these things are coming out all at one time. But while things are bubbling up to the surface, <laughs> um, when doing all this mental like clearing things out emotional clearing things out to prepare and make room for the new things that I want to come into my life so that way they they don't feel so foreign it doesn't feel like I'm un like worthy of having it I just just it should just feel welcomed and hopefully breathe and like set the tone for feeling familiar I want to build up that emotional and mental and physical muscle memory of like good things coming this way but in order to make room for that in order to have that and really value it you gotta clear out a lot of the mess um a lot of the mess that in some ways have become nostalgic (laughs) have become Um, comforting even when it's not but we hold on to it for whatever reason Um, so just just really taking inventory of what all of that is there for and do we even really need it or want it like I'm sure if we were honest with ourselves about everything that's going on and things that we faced things that we've claim to have moved past but we still hold on to it for the longest time I always took pride in not have not holding grudges but I would never forget and you know yeah you know check it up to good memory or whatever but when I really really think about it 
I find myself not holding on to grudges because I've numbed my emotions so that way I can quote unquote come back and deal with them later but I'm not holding the grudge with you because I just want to ease this moment I just want to put a temporary band-aid soothe so that I can manage to still keep you around or keep some semblance of a relationship with you around because I'm not quite ready to cut that off because I'm not sure what that'll look like for me um or I feel like I'd be I would feel inclined to wanting want to like replace it or fill that void and because I don't feel like doing all that emotional or mental like heavy lifting I'm just you're you hurt my feelings but I'm not going to deal with it right now um so I won't hold the grudge so I can still deal with you but I'm not going to forget how you hurt me and that's whack <laughs> like no one should be doing that um why would you want to keep someone or something or do things that like continuously hurt you um and just to deal with it like a lot of it to be based in loyalty a lot of it can be based in uh cultural societal norms of like and and just even like certain tropes that we adopt and we want to carry on as a badge of honor like being the best friend like you know the go-to person the resourceful one the responsible one the helpful one like all these badges of honor like yes those are great attributes to have but with that comes a lot of expectation a lot of pressure um a lot of baggage and a lot of us just assume these things because I mean of course at their the core and at just the plain definition of these things they're great things to have but of course too much of something is terrible but um at least I want to have so much things like said about me like oh you're always doing this you're always doing that you're hard working you're all these things I'd rather have too much of that good thing than even just a little bit of the bad thing but then with that you end up cultivating a negative relationship with these people because then now you feel like you feel drained when interacting with them through these admirable characteristics and traits like now you're you're the go-to that people go to for emotional unloading um they know they can rely on you you become the point of contact for drama and venting and all that and it's like okay I'm a good listener but like I don't want to be a good listener all the time (laughs) I want to be listened to sometimes Uh, but because you've kind of created and enabled that dynamic that's how those people who interact with you or connect with you in those ways will always keep connecting with you and it's up to you to really be clear and intentional about clearing out stuff (laughs) if that's not what you want to be all the time clear some of that out don't be so available or set the tone in that healthy boundary of not yeah just going back to like not being available or opening up the conversation just saying hey what else do you have going on or even really going there if you want to have real conversations say hey you don't ever really check in on me it'd be nice to be checked in on a lot of the strong friends the strong ones in the group they need to be checked on too um 
they don't want to be the strong one all the time but when you feel like you have to be it's very very performative and although you try to be authentic when you're in that space and you're assuming that role a lot of the times you just kind of go into autopilot and and most of the people who are on the receiving end don't really look to you to really solve their problems they just want you to be someone or something that they're talking at (laughs) um because how many times do we find ourselves in those dynamics where friends or whoever come to us for advice but they do the complete opposite thing or they stick to their first mind and so therefore you feel like you've wasted your breath in all actuality they just didn't want to feel crazy by just talking to themselves or just thinking to themselves all these thoughts they want to talk at you and feel like they're having dialogue but really it's one-sided so for you the great friend the great listener um this amazing being who is there for everyone you often feel empty because you in a lot of those ways like you're pouring from an empty cup like we would like to be filled with you know a lot of what we put out there for other people and everyone else should if, if anything like reap the benefits of the overflow from our cup but pouring from an empty cup or like anytime you get a couple of little drops you like try to figure out a way to pour into others pour into other things and it's like that's draining and that's not it's it's yeah you can't you can't make a lifestyle or you can't make a like of a life of doing that um eventually you're gonna burn out that's a dangerous space to be in because it builds resentment bitterness um misdirected anger your question your confidence your self-esteem your values your worth um validation like you just keep seeking external uh sources of all these things wherein really that should come from within and especially if you carve a space create a space for you to be able to fill yourself and like you know channel all these things and take in that proper care to cultivate that within yourself and like fully embody what that means in order for you to do that for others and in a lot and what we need to learn is that sometimes we need to be the example for people to then be able to do that for themselves because we're often and what I mean by that is because we work so hard to help other people and like do these things and be amazing for others they don't I don't think that they they really value it enough because it's just like oh well you're doing this thing for them so they don't even have to try whereas I feel like if you truly embody it as a person and that's what you exude from your energy people can't deny that like there there's something that they're going to see they're going to radiate there's something's going to motivate them inspire them and you're that example of what is possible for them to do and if you do it for yourselves and 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 show up as yourself fully take up space embody all these things it's gonna be contagious in a good way uh hopefully and if they're not then they're not but that shouldn't stop you from really taking the time to do that for yourself um and I guess that's part of where I am in this journey 
is preparing and clearing and making space for me to fully embody all of the amazing things that I do for others, but I want to be very clear about what that truly means to me. Like, what is my true, honest, and genuine definition of being a great listener? What does that mean? It doesn't have, it may not be exactly what I've always done being this good listener great friend it probably feels different and I would feel like I'm doing it more authentically and not feeling so drained afterwards and even within that you know focusing on creating a healthy boundary within that okay so I'm a great listener girl you got about 20 minutes of me being a good listener before I've got to go I you're you're encroaching upon my me time And it's okay to have that. So, you know, that was just an example. But in preparing and making space, it goes hand in hand for me with building and enforcing healthy boundaries with everyone around me. Um, For so long and for too long, I have been showing up as my performative self. And I mean, we all have it. Like who we are at work might not necessarily be who we are within our family. And even that can look different from who we are with our friends and even just a different level of friends. If you have your acquaintances, like just all these different niche little groups of people, it's exhausting. (laughs) I'm exhausted. I want to stop feeling and existing in this like double life that's the best way I can explain it where again being that performative representative of who everyone else says you are and how you just kind of have to show up for them versus who you are at the authentic level and I not to say that everything that I've done or acted through my performative self is not part of who I am but it's not the whole totality of who I am and there's still so much more for me to explore there's still so much for me to learn about who I am as a person and in this space of taking inventory so to speak of what are the things that I want to keep and what are some of the things that I want to release and and why so really just knowing the why the base of of both parts I want to keep these things but why and how does that look how will it make me feel and vice versa Um, for so long I've been focused on the big picture what it looks like visually and there's been a lot of pressure a lot of self-doubt a lot of negativity and, and just even to the point of lacking motivation to work towards that because it still felt so fairy tale like it didn't feel authentic a lot of it had to deal with other people's perception and and definitions of success and uh and a happy life and all of these things but it never really connected uh with me but now i feel like what will help me get a clearer picture get a clear understanding that will then have like a domino effect 
would be focusing on the feeling. So how do I want things to feel? How do I want my life to feel? How do I want to feel in my career? Why do I want to feel creatively? How do I want to feel in friendships, in relationships with my family, romantic relationships? Like, how do I want to feel? Uh, and because I'm so, I've been so disconnected from navigating with my my emotions and just being disconnected with my emotions in general, um, team shut down, shout out to y'all. Um, it's just not sustainable. There's like, you can't, like, you just become hardened and bitter and always seeking external validation. Like, it's just, it's a mess, child. So, in preparing, getting into the season of preparation, I am working on clearing the mess. And I just wanted to share some of that with you guys. Um... I just been overthinking, overthinking of my overthinking, of my overthinking, you know, and I had to remind myself, like, my purpose of, like, sharing with you guys, like, what it even means to be a late bloomer or blooming lately, like, just having to remind myself of the mission and my vision behind doing this and what work heavy lifting (laughs) that I'm doing um and capturing it recording it sharing it and hopefully it'll touch someone it'll help inspire someone uh you know we're all in this together um and again like we're not late we're just blooming at our own time and I feel that If everyone were given that space of being able to bloom in their own time, we would be so much further as a people. But it's better late than never. And any any day you have the opportunity to start new. There is no limit on how many times you can start over, you can start fresh, you can start working on you. We just have to take the first step to do it for ourselves because no one's going to do it for us. And especially if you've been the one to do it for everyone else, they're going to keep relying on you to keep doing it. But unless you know how to do it for yourself, I don't think we're really helping them. And then we end up becoming enablers. And that's not what we want to be either. (laughs) We also don't really want to be so dependent upon that we don't give ourselves room to breathe and to exist and to make mistakes and to learn from them because we feel like we have to be so perfect. But guys, gals, fays, lambs, we are perfectly imperfect. So hopefully that resonated with someone. Take some of that pressure off. I know it's easier said than than done, but we have to do it for no one else but for ourselves. So until next time, talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Please be sure to follow me wherever you're listening to this show. And be sure to rate, comment, and share 
Also, follow me on Instagram at Blooming Lately Podcast. Talk to you next time. Bye.